Welcome to the Intuitive Hour with psychic medium, author, and intuitive life coach, Michelle Beltran. The Intuitive Hour will empower you to learn how to magnify your intuitive voice. Listen in and expand your understanding of what it means to be psychic and how to awaken, amplify, and trust your inner voice. Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to the Intuitive Hour. I'm your host, Michelle Beltran. Welcome, welcome from wherever you are on the planet today. All right, we're talking about grounding. The topic today, the essential psychic development tool of grounding. Interestingly enough, here we are, almost 200 episodes later and many years after the inception of the intuitive hour, and I've discovered that we don't have an episode on this very important topic. This is a fundamental tool of psychic development, the tool of grounding. So I'm very, very excited to get started here on this episode of grounding. So those of you, those of us who are involved in energy work, spiritual grounding is an attempt to connect to the earth in various ways to bring us mental and physical balance, which leads to spiritual well-being. As I mentioned, it's essential. It's a fundamental tool of psychic development. If you've never been involved in or performed any kind of energy work, you might be surprised at how effective it can be. This is a tool I use often. These are not mystical theories, these fundamental tools. Grounding is not a mystical thing that can only be understood by people who study the metaphysical. Rather, the principle of spiritual grounding possesses very real scientific and psychological principles. Grounding, also known as earthing, is an attempt to get the bodies we inhabit as a spiritual being to connect with the heart. It can be seen as a form of meditation, but it's actually more than that. It balances out a human being's field of energy, known as the aura, and keeps negative energies from entering this field and corrupting, so to speak, thoughts and eventually affecting the kinds of actions we take. Meditation, visualization, and chanting are sometimes performed during a grounding ritual if a person is so called to that. Certain types of crystals and stones can also be focused upon or carried with one throughout the day to influence this energy field in positive ways. Some people find a quiet and natural outdoor environment to perform their grounding exercises. Standing barefoot in natural soil on the earth, touching the ground while performing meditative breathing exercises is also a common form of grounding. I highly recommend. Looking a little bit further now into the benefits of grounding, let's talk about that. So when you're involved in some grounding exercises or meditations, regularly that is, and doing so in a a proper format, the benefits become very apparent 
along with providing an outlet for releasing those negative low vibration feelings and thought patterns, grounding can actually help you achieve a sense of physical and emotional balance and stability. You're going to notice a more profound sense of connection to your immediate and extended environments. In other words, you're more present. The ability to focus on problems, life issues or matters or situations, they seem to absolve. They seem to become approachable. And you find yourself less worried. For those of you who might be practicing yoga, a grounding technique is to imagine toes as roots growing deep into the soil that you're standing on. Let's segue now into psychic development and how it pertains to grounding. As I mentioned earlier in our episode today, the cornerstone of any psychic development program A fundamental tool of a psychic development program or your intuitive development absolutely includes grounding. Also among these fundamental tools, as a reminder, is the process of running energy, neutrality, or being in the center of your head, protection roses and prayers, all of which are here at the Intuitive Hour. I highly encourage you to revisit those episodes on this topic of fundamental tools. Grounding is one of the most essential. These very powerful psychic tools, along with the sixth chakra or that third eye, and your clair abilities are the foundation of your psychic awareness and functioning. Before we begin discussing the steps to grounding, I just want to remind you that grounding is a process of rooting and centering yourself. When you ground yourself, you're calling back your own pure positive essence. It's a balancing tool that guides you to stand in your power, your certainty, and your higher knowing. Any of us can get filled up with not only low vibration energy from around us, the environment, emotions, but we can also be influenced by other people's energy throughout the day. In time, having used this grounding tool consistently, you'll start to realize when you're out of your center, influenced by others, and need to do some grounding to get yourself balanced and centered again. All right, the grounding cord. The grounding cord is essential to the grounding process, so let's talk about that first. It's akin to a pipe, a tube, or a funnel. This is where you release low vibration energy that's ready to go, that's no longer serving you. In this process, you might imagine your grounding cord as a giant, powerful waterfall. Deep tree roots a beautiful golden divine light, or a giant thick rope. However you would like to visualize your grounding cord to be, trust that sense. Personally, I'm very moved and inspired by water. I like to use a waterfall to embody 
and express my grounding cord. You can also use the grounding cord as an aside here to ground others. It is the one psychic tool you may use to assist you without first gaining permission from someone else. Grounding is always okay to do. All right, the steps for grounding. Quite simple, there are six of them. Number one, keep your feet flat on the floor. Close your eyes, sit up straight, yet relaxed, wherever you're sitting. Your palms should be resting gently on your lap, facing in a receptive position, which is upward. Number two, the grounding cord we just spoke about. We want to affix that grounding cord from your first chakra located at the base of your spine. Imagine that cord right there at the base of the spine as big around as you and let this cord drop effortlessly to the center of the earth. Let that waterfall, let those tree roots, let that rope, the divine light, just let it drop from that space. It will find the center of the earth. So don't try to find it yourself. Your higher self knows where the center of the earth is. Your grounding cord knows, and it will go there automatically. Step three. Your grounding cord, as I mentioned, should be as big around as you. But let it fit snugly to your thighs. Let it hug you. And check that it's on release. Meaning, make sure you've given some intention and some attention to the fact that this grounding cord, its process is to release energy that is not serving you. If it helps you to imagine an on-off switch and you turn the switch on to release, then do so. Now, watch and observe as tension Doubt, self-sabotage, stress, anger, even fear, whatever it may be that's ready to release. Watch as it processes through that grounding cord. You might imagine these emotions as a color or an object. Watch as they release and pass down and away out of your body through the cord to the center of the earth in the care of the universe now. These are all lower vibration energies and your grounding cord will drain out energy that is not your own. Number four, imagine traveling up and down that entire energy grounding cord. Doing a little bit of astral traveling here of sorts, just imagine that you could be traveling up and down it looking at that grounding cord, checking for tears, checking for holes or weak spots. You might have a sense, an intuitive sense, that it may need to be bolstered somewhere. If so, do that. Step five, write your name 
on your grounding cord. That's right. Visualize your name and writing it. You might even want to put today's date. This anchors your grounding cord and helps to reinforce its presence and guidance for you. And last, remember to change your grounding cord whenever it feels like you need to or want to. You might have a sense of that because it feels old. It feels worn. Maybe it's not draining quickly enough. So pay attention to that very much like you would swap out a protection rose. We've talked about that here at the Intuitive Hour. That protection rose after a day or a few days, or particularly where a person is doing a fair amount of spiritual work and healing work, they want to change out that protection rose. The same is true here with your grounding cord. One side note as a reminder, I didn't mention earlier today, standing up against a tree is very helpful in addition to having the bare feet in the earth. But standing up against that tree really helps us to ground. You might do that before you try this exercise or even just visualize it. This will help you in supporting that soul-nourishing grounding exercise, your spiritual and emotional balance, bringing a very deeper sense of centering. So how will you know, moving on here, how will you know that your grounding tool is helping you? Well, we've talked about that a little bit today. You'll start to notice a feel-good and calm sense, not just occasionally, but as your normal. It's as if you were being programmed to think positively. Negative thoughts are less. Worries are less. There's a deep sense of centeredness, equanimity, calm, peace. That is the beauty of this tool. You get so tuned into a natural high vibration essence that it just becomes your norm. And when negative low energies come in, you notice them right away. So you can release them and they don't even come near. Until you establish this practice of grounding, it's easy to not even realize how other people's energy may be affecting you. The grounding process can help solve that problem. Because when you're grounding, you're calling back your energy and you're letting go of everyone else's, as I've mentioned. You are in charge of you, no longer in the influence or control of anyone else. I release through my grounding cord quite often. I create a new one every day or two. It's very important to break those energy cords and bonds with people, lower energies that may have been affecting us. And sometimes it's not even lower energy. It's just someone else's energy, and it's not yours. Only our pure positive essence is allowed in our space. One final note. If you're working in light, divine light, be sure to use golden divine light 
instead of white light. White light tends to attract all energies, inclusive of lower energies. There's some mischievous low energies out there, for sure. So be mindful of using golden divine light, as this energy is most pure and most powerful. Grounding, everyone, is an ongoing, constant process. It's not something you'll do once. Your ability to keep this in place throughout your day is essential. All right, everyone, there is so much to learn about psychic phenomena and psychic protection, the fundamental tools of grounding and running energy, neutrality. Remember to revisit those episodes if you're not familiar with them. And of course, as always, if there are any questions or comments or suggestions about today's episode, please do reach out at mbeltran at michellebeltran.com. Thank you, everyone, and have a wonderful rest of your week. Thanks for listening to The Intuitive Hour. If you like what you heard, we invite you to subscribe, rate, and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen in.